0: Alright, welcome back to the Culture Cat Podcast, and I know it's been a while, some of y'all will probably hate me, and I apologize, but you know what, let me, I guess let me give you a small explanation for this. So here's the first thing, I originally started this podcast because I wanted to sort of do like a whole sort of like news network kind of thing that happened to have reviews about everything pop culture, such as the name, you know, Culture Cat. So I wanted to do everything like regarding the music, movies, TV shows, all that jazz, and give you, the, you know, the news about it. Like, hey, look, this guy just got cast in this role, and blah, 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 blah. But here's the problem with that. I have the attention span of a squirrel. And it turns out, trying to record 30 to 40 minute episodes by yourself, when you have this kind of level of ADD, doesn't work well. It doesn't work well at all. I hated what I first did. Are those first two episodes, I'm still very shy of. I am not proud of those episodes. At all. And to be honest, I tried recording more. I tried starting this thing multiple times again. I have three episodes that are recorded that I think are just so horrendous. I am determined to never let them see the eye, the light of day. I don't even know why I still have them on. This. I should delete those the second I can. So that way I don't risk posting it. Or something. So, yeah, no, it's back. I decided to bring it this whole podcast back after some, you know, self-reflection and lots of boredom during quarantine. So I'm going to do things a little bit different now. Instead of doing the 30-minute, 40-minute, you know, news segments that I used to do that haven't had reviews, we're going to be exclusively reviews. So Mondays are going to be what I call modern Mondays. So reviewing anything that is less than a year old. So if that movie that you thought was really cool two months ago, I might review it then and put it on that day of the week. All right. I don't work with the hype. I don't care that The Mandalorian came out in November. I review it when I feel like it because this is my show, dang it. And then on Wednesdays, we're going to do Way Back Wednesdays. So this is material that is more than 20 years old. So it's anything from like the 80s, 70s, those old black and white films. Anything I review and look up over there is going on that day. And then Fridays are Flashback Fridays, which is anything that is older than a year but less than 20 years. So like, I don't know, Taylor Swift's 1989 album. That would go on Flashback Fridays. And that's just how I'm probably going to do it from now on. These maybe at most 10-minute reviews. And I'm also going to have them written out. So that way, in case you don't want to hear my annoying voice, I don't blame you. You can just read it on Twitter or Instagram. And be like, alright, cool. We done. This guy sounds like a squeaky nerd. So as long as I get his useless opinions, I'm good. So now that we got that intro out of the way, here we go first review of the new edition of the culture cat you promised me filet mignon instead you gave me bacon this is a review of notes on a conditional form by the 1975 so after much anticipation and lots of hype the 1975 have finally released their fourth studio album the final piece to the so-called music for Car saga by the indie pop rock band many delays by Matt Healy and I'm just telling you, folks, we were supposed to get this thing February 2019. So when he dropped their third album, November 2018, he said, hey, guys, we already have the fourth album. It's on his way. It's part two of this album. It'll be out in February. Come about a week before that initial release, he's like, yeah, I may have overextended myself. It's not done. So we'll put it for May. May comes around. He just gives us a single. And I was like, yeah, I don't know when I'm going to drop this thing. I'll let you know. And then it was like, all right, I'll give it to you guys December. And December comes around. Now I have to delay it again, guys. touring has been killing me. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to give it to you all March. And we're all like, okay, that's fine. Because that was the mid of the pandemic. We're like, okay, yeah, we're all locked indoors. But hey, you know what? We get a new 1975 album. That's fine. And then come March, what happened again? He delayed it. Until now. We finally have it. After 14 months of hype and buildup. And so many singles. We finally had this project. And to be honest, it could have been better. So let me just begin this review by saying, there is not actually a bad song on this album. So let me just make that clear right now. There is not going to be a song where you're like, what am I listening to? My ears are bleeding. Please destroy this now. That's not going to happen here. It's a pretty good album. Just if you look at each song individually. However... When he grouped them all together, listened to them in the order they presented us with, it's very awkward. It's very awkward. It's jolting. Genres are being mixed together. that Honestly, do not mesh well as a cohesive unit. And like I said, with all the delays, they had to keep giving us singles. Seven total singles. Just to keep this album in the light. So that way we wouldn't forget about it. And by the time that the album was finally dropped, we had almost a third of the album given to us. That's like going to the movie theater I mean, and you're all these trailers you finally seen the movie several months later and it's like all the best parts were in the trailers. And you saw me so much of the movie already via these trailers. I don't care about this movie anymore. I'm looking at you Batman vs. Superman. You did this. And, okay, so like I said there are no bad songs in this album. And in fact the instrumentals on this album are by far the best best thing that 1975 has ever done, instrumental-wise. They have done this whole trend with instrumental tracks since their very first album, self-titled The 1975, otherwise known as the Black Box Album. Had the instrumental intro, called The 1975, and it also had a bit of an outro that was slight instrumental. They're known for this, having instrumental interludes, certain tracks that sort of build around the narrative of the album. And usually just okay, they're nice transitions. They give you that sort of ambient atmospheric feel to what the album's trying to give you. But this to come around, the instrumentals are very much their own character. And I actually in some cases preferred some of the instrumentals over the actual tracks that had lyrics in them. The 1975 has given us about 20 minutes of lyricless bops here, people. Tracks like the end and streaming are perfect for car rides or like doing homework or maybe studying, or maybe just like sitting on the couch in the living room and vibing to it. That it, these are by far, like I said, the best instrumentals they have given us so far. And then we have the track Me and You Together song, which the second that thing dropped, I was in love with it. It's very much a 2000s love song that belonged on the radio back then. All right, this thing, like seriously, play it at the end of 10 Things I Hate About You. It fits perfectly. That is what they have given us, a very nostalgic pop rock, heavy, I mean, that heavy, happy love song. That honestly, one, it sticks out, but it's by far one of the best tracks on the album. And then we move on to, honestly, the crown jewel of this album. If you're too shy, let me know, which is very much a sort of new wave rock song, which in case you didn't know, new wave was a kind of sound that was very popular in the 80s and early 90s, which is kind of being known as like the 1975's very traditional sound. Like, whenever people go, like, this is their best songs, usually it's something around that sound that people love. Tracks like The Sound. And This Must Be My Dream, but like I just said, if you're too shy, let me know. Robbers, these are all very much around that sonic aesthetic that the 1975 is very much known for. This is literally their niche. And like I said before, it is by far their best song on this album. I cannot tell you how many times I danced to a song. Okay, I think I popped my hip out of place three or four times at least during the first week it dropped as a single. And then there's another track I'm a big fan of, which is Tonight I Wish I Was Your Boy, which essentially sounds like Matty Healy, frontman of the 1975 slash writer for the 1975, listened to Kanye West's album, the college dropout, and was like, yo, I like those high-pitched samples he does. I'm taking that idea. And he did that, I did some auto-tune and then he gave us this track. So if you're a big Yay fan, listen to this one track. Freaking fantastic. So now we're moving on from, you know, the stuff I do like about the album to things I really don't like. And like I said, when I first opened this, it does not mesh well together. Like some of the transitions in this album are just, they don't make sense. So let me begin with how this album starts. The first track called The 1975, is a four-minute monologue featuring Greta Thunberg about the environment. Which, when you look at the rest of the album, does not fit at all. None of it is that political. It's all very introspective at best. None of it is making these broad statements. Now, I love the statement they made, but when you try to put it together with this album, it does not work. And then the following track, People, which on its own Is an amazing core punk song. But after you just gave me a four-man monologue with Greta Thunberg, and then you immediately gave me these hard guitar riffs with People, my ears were very much shocked. Okay, that is not a smooth transition at all. That's very jarring. And it did not make for a good experience. And then immediately after People, it's the first instrumental song, which was a very lo-fi feel, that song being The End. So it just... didn't work. And then we have tracks like Roadkill, which is a pseudo-country song. I say pseudo because honestly, this thing is just missing a fiddle. Give this thing a fiddle. It is perfect for your two-step parties. I am not gonna lie. it is probably my favorite track on this album, but I'll be honest here. It does not fit here. It is the only track of its kind on this album. The rest of it just does not work. Maddie Healy should not have put this on the album. Tracks like this Should not, they should have been taken out. They should have been put on a separate EP. Because here's the thing this thing is a 22 song album, it's 80 minutes. Most movies aren't that long anymore, unless you're like Marvel, which for some reason the standard is like two hours. But regardless, this is a long album. There were tracks that do not mesh well, and there are so many instrumentals. Almost a third of this album is instrumentals even though I said there are the best instrumentals they have done, we didn't need every single instrumental track on here. They could have taken out two or three, and then the three aforementioned tracks already said earlier? That's six songs you could have taken out. 16 track album. Perfect. Done. That's all we needed. So here's the thing. This thing, this, was a, this is a fat album. It is a chunky monkey of an album. This album needed to shed some fat before it was released. It needed to hit the gym, get on that treadmill, and work out, burn some calories before it came, up, came to us, alright? So that's the main thing I have against it. But, in conclusion, this is a good album. I enjoyed it. As a fan of the 1975, very much a fan. I will buy this album. I haven't yet, because I'm broke. Because, well, I'm a poor college student. But, like I said, I will buy this album. But I'm also very biased on that. Okay, A fair, care. Affair. But anyway, in case you're not a fan, this is honestly the perfect kind of album for road trips. Because, like I said, it's 80 minutes. And other than three or four tracks, it's very much the same vibe all the way through. Or, if you don't mind studying to lyrics, it's good for that, too. Which is kind of sad for a rock band to kind of be like, yeah, our album's great if you want to study. Arithmetic? Woo! Here we go! But, like I said before, it's trying to jump across too many genres to be good. There are too many tracks on here. And honestly, it just needs to be chopped down. That's the main thing. If this thing was a little bit chopped down, it would have been almost perfect. So after over a year of hype by Matty Healy and all of these critics are going like, this is such a blow to his ego. This is the deepest song, album by the 1975. The m- most philosophical. First of all, this track, I mean this album, is about as deep as your neighborhood pool. It goes maybe five feet. It is not that deep. Most of y'all can stand in that. And that's okay. I don't need these deep albums. You don't have to give me some political statement every single time you write down something on a notepad and give it to me in the studio. That's okay. Let's be honest here, guys. Too Shy, that's not some deep philosophical song about online relationships. It's pretty clear what it is. It's a fun bop for all the hipster girls. To dance to at their concerts. And that's okay. Because I'm going to be dancing with them. And that's his only purpose. So don't believe any of these other critics are saying. This is some deep philosophical album. It's not. It's long. It's chunky. But it's enjoyable. So I'm going to rate it. A good old buy the CD. And before all of you guys go like. Wait a second. That's not a number. That's not a rating out of a number. Let me tell you something. I don't like rating things out on numbers. And this is my show. So I'm going to rate it how I want it. And like I said, buy the CD. So that way, one, you can support the band. Because yes, this was a good album overall. And two, in case you don't like some of the tracks, you can skip it. You can be like, alright, I don't like Roadkill. Skip. Or you can be like, I hate streaming. Skip. Or if you're like me, you're like, hey, I need it here. Too shy, like a thousand times in a row. Repeat, 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 repeat. And that'll do it for this first episode of me being back. If you want more, follow me on Twitter, at PodcastCat, or send me an email if you want some recommendations for me to, like, you know, review. Be like, hey, give me your useless opinion on this show. Give me your useless opinion on this movie. blah 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 So, email me at theculturecat228 at gmail.com. And in case you forget the numbers, it's literally just cat. All right? Two, two is C and A in that numerical alphabet thingy that people used to use for text, and eight is the T. So in a way, the email is the cat at gmail.com. Very easy to remember. So this is me signing out from this little rant. You'll be getting another review about The weekend's album, After Hours. Goodbye.